0: Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and his journey back to God. So today we're in Mark 15 and before we start reading, let's let's go to God in prayer. Lord, thank you for today. Thank you for all that you've done. You're the creator of all and yet you love me and you care about us. So, Lord, I lift up this time, I lift up this reading, and I just pray, Holy Spirit, for you to guide us, for you to be the one that gives us the answers, for it to be your message we hear, and that there be nothing from me, but that our hearts, our spirits, and our minds would be completely open and receptive to your word. I submit myself to you, and I just pray that this time would be blessed and blessed by you. And that we would learn so much more so that we could continue to grow in our love for you and our love for others. Because, Lord, there's nothing more that, we, that I want than to love you completely and to love others. So, I submit myself to change. I submit myself to you. And I just pray for you to guide us today. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen <clears throat> so fifteen, let's just jump into it. Doesn't need any preamble by me. Verse one, very early in the morning, the chief priest, with the elders, the teachers of the law, and the whole sanhedrin, made their plans. So they bound Jesus, led him away, and handed him over to Pilate. Are you the king of Jews? asked Pilate. You have said so, replied Jesus. <clears throat> Excuse me. The chief the chief priest accused accused him of many things. So again, Pilate asked him, "Aren't you going to answer? See how many things they are accusing you of?" But Jesus still made no reply, and Pilate was amazed. Now, it was the custom at the festival of the, at the festival to release a prisoner whom the people requested. A man called Barabbas was in prison with the insurrectionist who had committed murder in the uprising. The crowd came up and asked Pilate to do for them what he usually did. Do you want me to release to you the king of the Jews? Asked Pilate, knowing it was out of self-interest that the chief priest had handed Jesus over to them. But the chief priest stirred up the crowd to have Pilate release Barabbas instead. What shall I do then with the one you call the king of the Jews? Pilate asked them. Crucify him! They shouted. Why? What crime has he committed? Asked Pilate. But they shouted all the louder. Crucify him! Wanting to satisfy the crowd, Pilate released Barabbas to them. He had Jesus flogged and handed him over to be crucified. Couple of things that's interesting. Pilate has these people in jail because they were, you know, inciting insurrection against Rome. But to pacify. The crowd, They he released a person who was rebelling against Rome for someone who had never rebelled against Rome. In fact, it said, give to Caesar what is Caesar's. So it was kind of an ironic situation. Also with the flogging, generally when people are scourged, that can actually kill you. It's whipping with... Um, it's a whipping that in the, in the uh, flogging and in the whip, they've embedded bone and metal and whatnot. Usually strips, right, strips your meat right down to the bones and exposes the back and the ribs. <clears throat> the soldiers led Jesus away into the palace, that is the praetorium, and called together the whole company of soldiers. They put a purple robe on him, then twisted together a crown of thorns and set it on him and they began to call out to him, Hail, King of the Jews! Again and again they struck him on the head with a staff and spit on him. Falling on their knees, they paid homage to him, and when they had mocked him, they took off the purple robe and put his own clothes on him. Then they led him out to crucify him. A certain man from Cyrene, Simon, the father of Alexander and Rufus, was passing by on his way in from the country. And they forced him to carry the cross. They brought Jesus to the place called Golgotha, which means the place of the skull. Then they offered him wine mixed with myrrh, but he did not take it. And they crucified him. Dividing up his clothes, they cast lots to see what each would get. It was nine in the morning when they crucified him. The written notice of the charge against him read, The King of the Jews. They crucified two rebels with him, one on his right and one on his left. Those who passed by hurled insults at him, shaking their heads and saying, So you are going to destroy the temple and build it in three days? Come down from that cross and save yourself. In the same way the chief priests and the teachers of the law mocked him, mocked him among themselves. He saved the others, they said, but he can't save himself. Let this Messiah, this King of Israel, come down now from the cross that we may see and believe. Those crucified with him also heaped insults on him. So it's interesting. He saved others and they even admit he did, right? He performed performed all these miracles but they refused to give credit for what th- what he did and recognize who he really was. At noon, Darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. And at three in the afternoon, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, let I said that wrong. Which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of those standing near heard this, they said, listen, he's calling Elijah. Someone ran, filled a sponge with wine vinegar, put it on a staff and offered it to Jesus to drink. Now leave him alone. Let's see if Elijah comes to take him down, he said. With a loud cry, Jesus breathed his last. The curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. And when the centurion who stood there in front of Jesus saw how he died, he said, Surely this man was the Son of God. Some women were watching from a distance. Among them were Mary Magdalene. Mary, the mother of James, the younger, and of Joseph, and Salome. In Galilee, these women had followed him and cared for his needs. Many other women who had come with him to Jerusalem were also there. It's interesting that the women were there. Where's all the disciples? All the ones who were going to die with him, going to stand by him? They've all bailed. And that gives me such hope because even when I fail, I know God doesn't give up on me just like these disciples not being there they're hiding that God didn't give up on them Jesus didn't give up on him or forsake them. he doesn't forsake me when I screw up big verse 42 it was preparation day that is the day before the sabbath so as evening approached Joseph of Arimathea a prominent member of the council who was himself waiting for the kingdom of God went boldly to Pilate and asked for Jesus' body. Pilate was surprised to hear that he was already dead. Summoning the centurion, he asked him if Jesus had already died. When he learned from the centurion that it was so, he gave the body to Joseph. So Joseph brought some linen cloth, took down the body and wrapped it in the linen, and placed it in a tomb cut out of rock. When he rolled a stone away, and when he... Then he rolled a stone against the entrance of the tomb. Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of Joseph, saw where it was laid. So that's the the death and burial of Christ, as told by Mark. One of the things that I've that strikes me are, are some things I've already brought up. One, the disciples aren't around; it's only the women. That two, when the when the um, When the cloth or the the curtain is torn, that that's when, you know, at the end of the day, that's, we've now no longer have to have someone else intercede for us. That the reality is that we can now go direct to God. There's no need for a high priest because Jesus is our high priest. He cleansed us and made it so we can now walk into the holy of holies, into the presence of God. And that's what the, the, clock, the curtain being torn in two represents. So, A.W. Tozer has a brief statement or thought about, about this. And he writes about Mark 15, verse 37 through 39, which reads, With a loud cry, Jesus breathes his last. The curtain of the temple was torn in two, from top to bottom. And when the centurion who stood there in front of jesus saw how he died he said surely this man was the son of god jesus said the son of man is going to be delivered into the hands of men they will kill him that was in mark 9 31. peter said never lord this shall never happen to you but jesus said in effect if i don't you don't live and that's true if christ didn't die and raise again we wouldn't we wouldn't live and so he went out not to slay himself but to put himself where they could slay him mercy was showing compassion in the only way it could at the moment by dying so so christ jesus our lord died there on that cross for he lived loved us and pitied us as a father loves and pities his children Christ looks at us, you know, I always kind of wondered, isn't that his, him going to the cross, isn't that kind of a, almost a a suicide? It's not, but you know, when you can prevent it and he couldn't prevent it because otherwise we wouldn't live. He also behaved as I would behave for my children, which is if my children, if it was me or my children, it would definitely be me. And so it's one of those things where he truly is showing his tr- his love for us because there is no other way. So with that, let's go back to God in prayer. Father, thank you. Thank you for dying for me. Thank you for sacri- your sacrifice and for that pain on the cross, Heck, coming down and being a person, living as a human being when you were up in heaven and had your your godly spiritual form you took this physical so lord i just thank you for all that you've done i thank you for your forgiveness i thank you for your mercy and i just praise you for caring about me i lift up this time lord to you and i just pray that you would help me love you even more completely And that I would love my neighbors as myself. And Lord, I just pray that I would see those neighbors as you see them. That I would see me with your eyes. Because if I'm to love them as I love myself, the love I have for myself needs to be proper. So Father, I just lift up my heart and my spirit to you. I pray for this day. I pray for our families. I pray for our loved ones. I just pray for our nation. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hey, thanks for joining me at Just a Guy and his journey back to God. I hope you have a great day.